Sports Posers Podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't you scroll past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn up the volume because it's Posers Podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello and welcome to Posers Podcast. I'm Scott Forrest and I'll be your host and humble narrator for this podcast episode. Now we're on to episode 5 already. Um, I hope you've been enjoying the podcast episodes thus far, as much as I've been making them, I should say. Now, um, on this podcast episode, we're going to be looking at 9-11, was it an inside job? So 9-11, was it an inside job? And we're going to be looking at the um, the conspiracy theories um, behind that. Now, I've got a, I've got a joke, found a joke um, for you on this episode. Now, kind of building it up now, but I found it funny. So, here we go. Someone asked me if I was one of those conspiracy theorists. I replied, why? Who are you working for? <laughs> I probably shouldn't have found it that funny, but I, I did. I th- <laughs> Try to remain a modicum of professionalism here. So, we're going to be, as I say, we're going to be looking at the kind of the 9-11 in this episode and kind of was it an inside job and we'll be presenting kind of um, evidence and just having a look to see how kind of reasonable a claim it, it is if it, it was an inside job. Um, so, here we go. Now, bad jokes aside, before we look at the conspiracy theories, we're going to look at the events surrounding the attacks. So, on September 11th, 2001, 19 militants associated with the Islamic extremist terrorist group, Al-Qaeda, easy for me not to say, hijacked four aeroplanes and carried out suicide attacks against targets all over the US. Two of the planes were flown into the Twin Towers of the World Trade Center in New York City. A third plane hit the Pentagon in Arlington, Virginia, just outside Washington DC, and the fourth plane crashed in a field in Shanksville, Pennsylvania. Now, almost 3,000 people were killed during the 9-11 terrorist attacks. Now, that also triggered uh, major US initiatives to combat terrorism, uh, spearheaded by then-President George W. Bush. It's been over 20 years since the attacks in the US on the 11th of September. But this has certainly not dampened conspiracy theories surrounding the matter. Now it's important to note that there's been multiple official reports published since the Twin Towers fell. But however, just as one piece of evidence casts doubt on conspiracy theories, the focus then shifts on to the next and so on and so forth. So what we're going to be doing is we're going to be looking at some of the more popular theories and trying to examine them, looking at them, seeing how plausible they are and kind of giving a an analysis on it. So that's absolutely kind of what we're going to be doing um, in this episode. Now, the first one that I want to touch on is probably, for me, it's probably the most obvious, and that's the collapse of the Twin Towers. Now, the question becomes, why did the Twin Towers collapse so quickly within their own footprint after fires on just a few floors and it only lasted for an hour or two? It doesn't really seem right when you, you look at it. So why was this the case? 
So conspiracy theorists allege that the Twin Towers were destroyed by controlled demolitions. The easiest way to bring down buildings essentially. Now the theories relate to the rapid collapse, about 10 seconds, the relatively um, short-lived fires. Now these were only lasted up to an hour in World Trade Center 2 or 102 minutes in World Trade Center 1. There was also reports of the sounds of explosions shortly before the collapse. Now you have to ask the question, if there were sounds of explosions, how on earth could this possibly be? And then the violent ejections that could be seen at some windows on many floors eh, below the collapse. So it certainly presents a, a, a question. Certainly, how how on earth could um, how in, how on earth could there be sounds of explosions? And the fact that the 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 building the buildings essentially collapsed on themselves. So absolutely, kind of um, gives some food for thought. Certainly, kind of on this theory. Now, from an official report point of view, there was an extensive inquiry by the National Institute of Standards and Technology. Now, this concluded that the planes severed and damaged support columns and dislodged fireproofing. Around 10,000 gallons of jet fuel were spewed across many floors starting widespread fires. There was also temperatures of up to 1,000 Celsius which caused the floors to sag and the perimeter columns to bend. And this is what essentially the report is saying caused the sounds of the explosions. Also, the massive weight of the floors drop creating a dynamic um, load flow in excess of what the columns were designed for. So debris was forced out of the windows as the floors above collapsed. Controlled demolition is nearly always carried out from the bottom floors up, yet the collapse started at the top. There was no evidence ever found of explosive charges despite extensive, easy for me to say again, hand searches and there's no evidence of any pre-cutting of the columns or walls which is routinely carried out in controlled demolition. So that kind of, the report kind of puts the, the kiwash to an extent on the conspiracy theory that has kind of been alleged of the controlled explosions but it doesn't eliminate it entirely. There's definitely um, a case um, for the kind of the, the conspiracy theorists alleging this because when you we do look at the footage that the, the, the towers just seem to come down very very quickly and I know um, obviously they're alleging that the, the fires with the jet fuel and, and things like that but it doesn't totally dissuade me from this theory so it's definitely kind of still a for me it's absolutely still kind of plausible with the controlled kind of demolition kind of allegation I've got, I've got to be honest with you um, on that the next theory that we're going to look at is the failure to intercept the hijacked planes. So there's multiple planes um, being hijacked and why on earth were they not intercepted before it, they managed to crash into buildings etc. Now the US as everyone knows has got one of the most supreme militaries shall we say in, in the world. Um, it's probably second to none if I'm being honest with you. And this allegation of kind of how how is this allowed to happen? It does hold an absolute ton of weight, um, certainly in my eyes. Now, the conspiracy theories say that the then US Vice President Dick Cheney ordered the military to stand down and not to intercept the planes. Why would why why would that order be given? That's what the conspiracy theories um, are alleging. Now. When we move on to official reports, that 
the official reports essentially say that multiple kind of plane hijackings is extremely kind of unusual with violence on board, etc. And there was also the transporter which identifies the plane was turned off or changed. Now, um, this caused a, a great deal of confusion uh, and commun- a lack of communication between the civilian air traffic control and the military. And this ultimately led to the kind of non-attempt uh, to intercept uh, the the planes now when we're looking at it i mean communication is key in kind of every walk of life it has to be honest with you but you have you have to wonder um how that was allowed to happen was it a lack of communication or was there kind of more kind of insidious insidious <laughs> insidious motives at work i mean what, what really kind of what really happened that day we'll probably never know apart from obviously kind of these theories but from from my point of view, it's very very weird and unusual that um, that such a strong military would not be able to intercept these planes um, with before they actually kind of manage to to crash into buildings, um, you know. So it's it's definitely it's a, it's another it's another one of the theories that certainly does hold weight um, with with regards to that. So something to consider as well. Another popular theory um, with regards to the attacks was a missile hit the Pentagon, not American Airlines Flight 77. Now, early video footage and photos taken from the scene did not seem to show much evidence of plane wreckage. Theorists maintain this was evidence that the Pentagon was not struck by Flight 77, but by a missile or unmanned drone instead. They also argue that the structural damage to the building was too minor to have been made by a commercial airliner and question why the plane, which was piloted by an amateur, was even allowed to crash into the headquarters of the United States Department of Defence. Now this is quite a quite a, quite a popular theory and um, it's one of those where um, when you do see the, 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 the footage you think, is there really enough damage to suggest that that was hit by a plane? So it's absolutely kind of, it's one of those that I don't think that theory's kind of ever, ever going to go away. But the truth be told, there's no, there's not a lot of evidence that says it was a missile. But again, it's something that we, we have to kind of take into consideration when reflecting on, was this an inside job or kind of acts of terrorism, etc., you know? So as previously highlighted at the top of the podcast, there was multiple attacks across the US. So another attack was a um, United Airlines Flight 93. Now, conspiracy theorists argue, was United Airlines Flight 93, was it shot down? Now, according to official reports, the passengers on board Flight 93 attempted to take back the plane from the hijackers and the subsequent struggle caused the aircraft to crash into an open field in Pennsylvania. Now, as with the Pentagon attack, theorists state that little plane wreckage was actually discovered in the field, and the crash site itself was too small for an airliner that size, arguing that the plane was shot down by the military and is so disintegrated um, over a much larger kind of footprint. Now, again, there's not a lot of proof other than the conspiracy theory um, regarding this particular um, allegation, shall we say. The final conspiracy theory that we're going to look at, for me, is, is quite an interesting one. 
and it's, a, it's the allegation that insider traders knew about the attacks. And you're probably thinking, Scotty, insider traders? Yep, insider traders, that's what the, the, the theory certainly alleges. So, the background to this, in the days preceding the attacks, an extraordinary amount of put options, so investments that pay off only when a stock drops in price, were placed on the stocks of two airlines. They just so happened to be American and United which happened to be the airlines hijacked during 9-11. Now, is that just a massive, massive coincidence? Or did people know in advance that such attacks were going to take place? And that is certainly what the conspiracy theorists are alleging, that there was um, was pre-warning and that's why these um, investments were kind of put in place. So in conclusion... Was 9-11 an inside job? Without trying to sound like a politician here, because I'm not going to sound like a politician, but there is evidence on both sides of the fence. Now, I'm more leaning towards some of the, certainly some of the conspiracy theories, because when you when you read them out, you look at them in the kind of cold light of day, they certainly present kind of strong case. I think the, the way that the, the tower certainly collapsed, for me that's a big one. Um, the kind of the insider trading thing as well, the money men kind of placing kind of large investments on the two airlines that were hijacked. That certainly is, it's a red flag for me. Uh, certainly from from that point of view as well. So the evidence that suggests that it was purely hijacking, the planes crashed into the buildings, and that's what caused the the, the twin towers to collapse, etc. I don't know if I'm I'm fully on board with that. I don't think that was the root cause of the the collapse. There potentially could have been something else. What? We'll probably never know. But according to conspiracy theories, the controlled demolition, the sounds, the explosions, it certainly uh, provides um, some food for thought on that. So, although there is evidence to suggest that the conspiracy theories are wrong, um, with the official reports by the, the institutes, etc. St- it still does not dissuade me from some of the theories and their validity. Thanks for listening to Posers Podcast. I have been your host, Scott Forrest, and I hope you have enjoyed listening to 9-11 Was It An Inside Job? Now, I'm releasing a new podcast episode every Thursday on various subjects. Please look out for it dropping in podcast land. Now, I hope... All of you have a very nice weekend. May it be filled with debauchery and fun. Join me next week to find out what case we're going to be tackling next. Now, you can show your support by doing the following. Please subscribe to the podcast. Leave a a rating and review. All feedback is more than welcome. If you can support me on Patreon, follow me on Twitter. Peace and love. Hare Krishna. It's Poser's Podcast, yeah, 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 don't you scroll past, yeah, 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 turn up the volume cause it's Poser's Podcast, yeah, yeah, yeah.